it's Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> it's the Ben's Punani woman, this baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind. Oh, baby, baby, how was I supposed to know mm, that your straws weren't striped, yeah? Oh, baby, baby, I wouldn't have let you throw, cause it don't look right, yeah, you said show me what suck your mom's straws should be so tell me baby cause i need to throw now because this fuckery is sending me and i i must confess i'll back the beef back the beef babylon wants me to lose my mind the straw is a sign suck your mother one more time (laughs) honestly i don't know how um i just consistently uh outdo myself when it comes to these comes to these songs they just sort of come to me and i'm like okay well must record then must get them out and um that's what i've been doing so welcome, welcome to another week of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What, that's right, Suck Your Mum. <laughs> it's me, it's me, Kalechi, in the place to be. Now, NGL, uh, not gonna lie, I am tired but I'm here. I'm here recording the things, doing the things, doing the bits. I feel like my headphones really pissing me off. It sounds really odd, like it's like going in and out, but um, I'm sure it's recording fine because I've got great tools and all of that. But yeah, um, NGL, NGL, not going to lie. I'm very tired, but I'm here to record because you deserve. And I feel a little bit kind of weird and I mean I felt very odd this kind of lunar new year type of vibe um but more so because it's just been announced that Kobe Bryant is dead like he died in a helicopter crash um and I don't know the guy um I know that there's some things you know alleged things that he's done and stuff but I don't know I just feel like it you know, in terms of professional prowess, he really did that. Like he, he really, you know, he, he was a talented, talented, talented person. And I don't know, it just caught me off guard. Um, and so it's just kind of made me think about how like literally, I know that people say it all the time, but tomorrow isn't promised. Like you really have to just do the 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 best you can do 
in every single moment that you have because life is wild and it will switch up on you in a moment. So, yeah, um, RIP Kobe Bryant, but we'll, we'll talk about that more in due course. Um, this week, I don't know what I've been, uh, well, last week rather, I don't know what I've been doing. This week is busy, but last week I've just been, you know, here and there and teaching because obviously I'm back to teaching classes um, at the studio. Classes is a bit much. I'm teaching a class, um, which I really, really enjoy. My upper intermediates pole dance class, so I'm back teaching that and just focusing on my um rehabilitation in terms of my fitness and stuff and that seems to be going really really well um I guess just a PSA public service announcement if I haven't said how do I where can I when do I if I haven't asked explicitly for advice could you please kindly keep your advice to yourself because oftentimes it's it misses the mark Uh, it, it really does miss the mark um, and it's just really annoying. I, I always see it and I just think, but nobody asked you. Have you considered that literally nobody asked you? It's really weird. Um, yeah, so I, I, I just needed to kind of say that. But um, yeah, I just feel a bit, mm, really. I feel a bit, mm, because... I'm really having to kind of consider life and consider legacy and just consider all of the things that are happening in and around us. And I feel like that news of Kobe's death really kind of just shook me, shook me. But um, let's get into the tarot and maybe that will lead me to uh, like covering other bits. So the cards I pulled this week, the message I said is, um, you know, that I asked for is, you know, following the news of um, this man's passing what is the advice for us um generally as a collective and the spirit guides i don't know they were probably like um yeah babes uh whatever but i'll just go through the cards that i've pulled so the first card that came out is the seven of swords now the seven of swords came out of the live show as well and i interpreted that as us not showing up in the world as who we truly are my interpretation this time is slightly different just based on the rest of the cards that came out and i um yeah it seven of swords it it always talks or you know leans towards deception because you see a figure and in the lisa style deck um, the figure um, is holding knives or swords and is turning away from two swords that are standing and they're holding the other five swords in their hands and looking back. And it's yeah, it's just usually about deception. So someone around you isn't being um, forthright, whether it's a job, whether it's something, but somebody isn't really sharing their true thoughts with you or who they truly are um, with you. And it's yeah that's that's the vibe that's um coming forward like people if things aren't as things aren't as they seem right so someone i don't know that you work with in close proximity a friend a partner whoever somebody isn't really being straight with you um and you've tolerated it for a while um you've tolerated it for a while this isn't news to you because as soon as i said that you your mind would probably flash to who the person could possibly be um this isn't new to you but you've tolerated it and you've tried to make excuses for the way that they've been behaving like you've tried to rationalize it you know um just try to um, excuse it away because due to childhood like wounding or the way that you've been brought up and i'm saying that because i've got the six of cups that's come up due to childhood I don't know wounding or the healing that you're 
doing, um, you're kind of used to people not being loyal to you or um, having positions in your life without really truly earning it or working hard to maintain it. So you just kind of tolerate um, people moving mad towards you or behaving in ways that you're just like, that's off. Like what you've just done there is really fucked. Like that's bad mind. But you kind of go, oh, well, and you make excuses. You try to explain it away because ultimately you don't like conflict. Who does? I mean, it will be a real sadist that does like conflict, but you don't like this type of conflict. So you don't really want to have to address like, hey, I noticed that um, something's off about the way that you're behaving towards me. So you are aware that something isn't quite right in whatever um, stage of the relationship this is or type of relationship that you have with this person. But due to things that have happened before, you've kind of tolerated it and you've gone along with it. Um, and then the card that comes out is a major arcana card, um, justice card. And I feel like this card has come out. It's Libra card, but, 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 but I feel like this card has come out. Moon in Libra is on the 14th of February. Random, but just, yeah. Anyway, um, this card has come out right because the justice card has come out as a major arcana like to say that this is a life lesson for you this is a justice card it's saying like it's a major life lesson for you like you need to this keeps happening with different people this isn't the first person that um has moved mad or um hasn't quite shown themselves to be who they truly are you this isn't the first time you've experienced this and we could say that you've experienced similar in childhood or um earlier on um in your life so this has been put to you as a lesson. I wouldn't call it so much a test, but it's been put to you as a lesson. Like, show me how much you've learned. Well, that's what a test really is. But um, you're um, being asked to show how much you've learned. Like, can you deal with this situation? Can you handle this situation? Because right now, the reason that you're not moving forward with the things and the blessings that are waiting for you, and I say that because the chariot is in reverse, which is another major life energy. The chariot is in reverse because... You, you're not utilising this lesson. People are being sent to you in different forms. Different scenarios are coming up to see how discerning you can be of the people around you and the way that you trust people um, and refuse to see when they're doing things that aren't very trustworthy. Like they have to be worthy of your trust to be receiving it. So for those blessings to land, the blessings that you deserve um, and the blessings that are waiting for you, they need to know that you have learned the things that you need to learn otherwise these blessings are going to get fucked with when these people um you know when more people like this arrive because you haven't learned the lesson that you need to learn about these sorts of situations so no one's saying that you should move mad no one's saying that you need to be drastic with the way that you behave but you can cut people off kindly. You can distance yourself from people kindly. You can definitely definitely do that. And and it's it's recommended that you do that like that's what comes up for me looking at the cards and then the card that came out from the say your mind affirmation card deck it says here at my big big age wisdom is my friend look at that it says not just the years based on this current time on earth you have many lives of wisdom to access use all of your ancestral knowing to guide you exactly and I feel like that's why the justice card came out as well because you're being told like this is a karmic lesson for you you've done this in this life and you've done it in lifetimes before like you know better now 
stop letting people take you for idiot like stop letting people take you for a prick like if you can see red flags waving in the wind why the fuck are you ignoring them the red flags are there for a reason and I promise you no matter how good somebody is in every other aspect that you know them if they're moving mad in a major aspect of trust nah there's no going forward from there's no going forward because they'll keep doing that um they'll keep trying to manipulate you they'll keep trying to do things and undermine you or you know kind of plant seeds in your head that like the world is against you like you know that you know I've had to make decisions recently that I've just had to I've just um had to kind of be like yep this is what I'm doing again because this when I'm reading these cards, it's I'm always thinking of what the lesson is to myself. I'm always saying to you, man, that this is a self-drag. So baby people, baby boys, baby girls, baby non-binaries, you're not alone in this reading. It's just, it's a message to us all, really. When you see someone doing something that is very, very detrimental to your personhood, regardless of what, it, you know, how nice they might be in every other aspect, how useful they might be in every other aspect, it needs to get luck off because they'll continue in that way and people only get more familiar over time. And these people that you might be dealing with might be extremely familiar because they might be a parent, they might be a sibling or whatever. But you need to dead it. You need to dead the energy because the blessings that are waiting for you refuse to come in until you have cleared the debris of these wagga wagga people in your life. That's what's been asked of you. Um, from the Marcella Kroll deck, I've pulled number eight. It says here, karmic path. Oh, look at that. Uh, karmic path, it says, karmic lesson, learning experience, hard work, perseverance and structure. A new and valuable lesson is available to you at this time. This moment requires your due diligence. Pay attention to what is being presented to you. Have you been down this road before? Our souls come to this earth school to learn valuable lessons as beings and for the planet. What are you being taught right now? This moment may require hard work, but it will have many long lasting rewards. You are not being punished, but are gaining tools and experience for living um, what will be. Uh, with you the rest of your life drawing this card is also here to tell you that the foundation of what you are building is strong and is part of your legacy it's always wild because i don't read like i'm always saying i don't read these cards um um the marcella kroll one before going uh and recording i just like say it while it's there and it, it just sums it up and thank you spirit guides for always nicing me you people uh, you energies always nicing me giving me um helping me to download some really important thoughts and and um lessons and advice to share that's ultimately it like you've done this before and in this life you said before you entered into a physical body i'm gonna learn this lesson i want to learn this lesson i keep stumbling on it in other lives i don't want to stumble on it this time so this is your wake up call. Stop stumbling. Yes, it's hard to lock people off. Yes, it's hard to like call out bullshit. But if you don't do it, you're just going to have it around you all of the time and it will stop you from actually progressing in the ways that you require and that you desire. So you need to do what needs to be done so you can get done what needs to be did. I don't even know if that makes sense, but leave me alone. I'm not fucking talking to you. <laughs> So anyway, I hope that resonates with you. That's the reading for this week. So let's go to share your magnificence then. I hope I'm saying everything in the right order because sometimes I listen back to this and I'm like, what the fuck were you saying, Kalechi? Are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Kalechi, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Kalechi? Um, here we go. 
show your magnificence. So uh, I will name this person um, Cyrita. Yeah, I don't know. That just came to me. So this person's called Cyrita. It says here, hi, Kalechi. I've been listening to your podcast since last spring on recommendation, and I've even spread the word to others because you truly deserve all of the accolades, recognition, all the things, because God really speaks through you. Oh, thank you. Congratulations on becoming a mum. Baby Lev is blessed to have you as his mother. But more than anything, I admire you for not letting society define you in the mad way it does as soon as you have a baby or become a wife. Keep being the extraordinary baby girl that you are. For Share Your Magnificence this week, I would like to nominate all of the baby people out there that have been subjected to institutional racism. Anyone that has put in the work and hours into a corporation with little to no acknowledgement of how magnificent they really are deserves two slaps on their chest. If they won't give us the praise we deserve, then we will do it for ourselves. Last week's tarot, like every week, really resonated with me from a professional point of view because I too have experienced all of these things for the majority of my life. However, I have recently secured a new job to escape the toxic environment I currently work in with honestly the worst people I've ever met. And even though I'm scared of what's to come, I'm trying to take that leap of faith you spoke about. I've been working at this company for nearly two years, working overtime every day with no extra pay and even going in when I'm sick. But still no promotion because according to the senior managers I needed to do more black tax is a bitch but what could I do when this is the career path I signed up for when I went to uni there's something they don't tell you when you are uh, filling in your UCAS forms and paying your money so I bucked down and worked even harder. However, I'm frequently, sp- I'm frequently spoken down to or talked over by others. My own manager, the Daily Mail Tory, who pretends to be a friend because she loves black music and people, calls me Selma Bouvier from The, Sil- um, from the Simpsons from the Simpsons, one of Marge's twin sisters, when I wear my fro out in a center with a center part, it's constantly or it's um, or is constantly asking where my hair is, even if or is constantly asking where my hair is if I wear a weave or a head wrap. But since my mum always told me, you have to kiss ask before you can kick it, I had to toe the line but was so broken by the end of 2019. I decided that I wasn't going to give my energy to the fuckery anymore and have thankfully found a new job in the public sector instead of private. I'm now in emotional recovery, trying to quieten all of the doubt and anxiety and tell myself that I deserve all of the things. So to any fellow baby people going through it professionally, know that you are magnificent despite how these institutions and people may make you feel. And to end on another Jamaican saying, from my mum it may be long but it won't be forever I don't know why I tried to say long in a Jamaican accent there there's something truly wrong with me um so yeah uh thank you Cyrita and it wasn't an essay at all it's beautiful honestly that's a message Cyrita gave us a message there it, um it might be long but it won't be forever. And you need to remember that because at times life does feel very, very long. But remember that this particular life, this particular simulation that we're in right now, it won't be forever. And we're seeing it with, you know, like I said, Kobe Bryant dying randomly like that on a Sunday, boom, helicopter crash, done. Anything can end at any time. Are you living as you truly should be living? Are you living to your fullest potential, to your soul's fullest potential? All of you, man, sorry, Sarita, like I'm going to two slaps on your chest, baby girl. 
and two slaps on your chest to all of the people who are going through it professionally because trust me I've been going through it with you with my personal career endeavors but let me just say all of you man that have burner accounts yeah um I am not discriminating when I say this um I don't care if I've got friends that have got burner accounts or whatever the fuck if you have a burner account and you use it to troll people, you use it to say things that you know that you can't really say with your chest, then I just have to say to you that I think you're pathetic and I think that you're wasting your life. Um, this episode is really about me speaking my truth because life is short and nobody knows tomorrow. Yeah? None of us know tomorrow. Yeah. So let's all just speak our truths right now, here and now. Right. And my truth is that I think it's fucking pathetic that a lot of you have burner accounts. I understand why you would for workplace environments and things like that. And you don't want to get in trouble, whatever, whatever. But when you are using these troll accounts to chat shit about people because you can't do it from a main account, because, you know, your jaw would get spun if you ever said the same things to the, the people that you're talking about to their face then that just tells me that you're a weak ass bitch and you need to shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. I just wanted to say that off the bat because I see a lot of these little accounts floating online and people are kikiing and ha ha and I'm even seeing people following these people's burner accounts and, you know, just letting them do what they're doing. And I'm just thinking all of you are pathetic together. You're a circus of pathetic idiots. Yeah. Stop being pathetic. You don't know how long you've got on this earth. Try and spend it actually living your truth with your actual government name. How about you try that? Because however, whatever any of you man want to say about me or whatever these people are out there saying about me or anybody else that's out there living as authentically as they can yeah whatever you have to say it doesn't matter because I'm in the motherfucking arena like Brene Brown said I'm doing everything with my actual name with my actual face you've got to go and hide behind emojis and burner accounts to say what you truly feel are you that much of a coward man get a life get a get a fucking life it's so sad imagine you're going to get to the gates of heaven and you'll be like oh hey hey Paul is it Paul that guards the gates of heaven I think it's Paul I don't think it's Peter I think it's Paul because Peter was the one that God wanted to build his church upon so I think it's Paul that's at the gate anyway doesn't really matter so anyway, you roll up to the gate now and you're like, oh, hey, Paul, how are you doing? Um, I just wanted to show you my um, my voucher code to get into heaven. And basically, Paul turns to you, yeah, and he says, your voucher code is invalid. And you're like, rah, why is my voucher code invalid to get into heaven? And then basically, Paul pulls out an iPad, yeah. I don't know why they're using Apple products in heaven, but go with me. So Paul pulls out an iPad, yeah. St. Paul pulls out an iPad and he basically shows you all of your fuckery and he shows you your burner accounts and all the bullshit that you've been saying, yeah. And he's like, this is why your voucher has now been null and void because you're a, you're a bitch, you're a coward and you need to fuck right fuck right down into heaven, fuck off and go right down into hell. You're not coming into here. And he'll say that. And he's allowed to swear because God has said like he can swear at specific people who are stupid bitches. So anyway, Paul brings out the iPad, shows you your fuckery. And he's like, look, so based on what we are seeing here, darling, computer says no, computer says no, you, my dear, are going to hell. So if you just join the queue on the left, yeah, just join the queue on the left because the bus uh, that that comes to pick people up to the terminal of hell will be around in about, I think, 15 minutes. But due to the nature of hell, 
it might also be 15 years who knows but this is the torment that you deserve for being such a fucking cunt that you sit online on burner accounts chatting shit about people knowing that you'd never ever have the the chest the vim the energy uh, to say it to their face okay so sorry, Sairita, that feels like a, 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 a tangent from what you were talking about. But I think it's all still linked. Life is short. Yeah. But remember that as long as this life might feel like might, might feel it's not forever. So if you think, oh, you know what? Tomorrow is when I'm going to stop moving like a cunt. Well, tomorrow isn't promised. Yeah. Nobody know tomorrow. Yeah. Every day I open my eyes. The first thing I do is I thank God that I've been granted another day of life. Literally every day I open my eyes. The first thought I have is, oof, looks like I'm in for another round. Yeah. God's tapped me in for another round, another day to make a change, another day to just live better than I lived the other rascalart days. Yeah. But some of you wake up and you're like, Ooh, burner account, burner account. Let me go and say some bullshit to some people. And I don't even really know them. Or if I do know them, I'm a fucking sick cunt that will say things to them that I can't actually say to their face, even though I'm smiling up at them and clicking like from my main page. You're going to burn in the pits of hell is what I wanted to say. So, um, anyway, that's, wow, that sounded really aggressive. I'm really sorry, but I just, I needed to speak my truth. I needed to speak my truth. Um, I'm tired of fakery. I'm tired of fuckery. I'm tired of fakery. I'm tired of fuckery. And that's why people have been receiving emails from me, you know, in the past couple of weeks or so, you know, and I've just been dead in things. I've just been ending things because I'm not one to play. People are get always get upset. If you see anyone chatting about me, they're always upset because, oh, Kelechi's locked me off. Kelechi blocked me. Kelechi did this. Yeah, Kelechi doesn't have the rascal time. Yeah. Move mad and you'll get luck off. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. So, um, that comes from knowing this Kobe Bryant, uh, this Kobe Bryant news and feeling like I don't have time. I don't also have time to be feeling sad about things that don't deserve, um, my sadness, you know, like I was saying about previous career endeavors for 2019 and projects that didn't go ahead and things like that. But I know that God is at work and this is ultimately what I need to remind myself. And this is what these cards remind me of that certain things that I aspire to have and to do God is like, you can't do them now because there's certain people in your camp that shouldn't be there. And until you get those people out of your camp, they're only going to be hindrances to what you want to do later on. The energy, bare bad vibes, bare bad vibes, and you need to lock it off before they before things really pop off yeah lock it off before things really pop off so um that's it for share your magnificence so sirita two slaps on your chest and two slaps on the chest for all of the baby people out there who are really going through it with institutional racism and random gatekeepers and motherfuckers who like to hide on burner accounts thanks i think that was three slaps because i can't count um moving on then to so you mad Right. My So You Mad this week, I've got to start off with this fuckery that happened with um, Terry Crews and Gabrielle Union. Now, Terry Crews used to follow me on Twitter. I used to follow him on Twitter. And I unfollowed after seeing, and I, you know, I soft blocked. So I made sure that he unfollowed me and I unfollowed him. I soft blocked after I saw what happened with um, Gabrielle Union because it made me like really, really made me really, really upset because here is a black woman who isn't light skinned, you know, talking about the fact that America's Got Talent were taking her for a prick 
and like the racism, the sexism, all of them isms that she was privy to seeing during recording the general toxic environment that she was working in or working within like she called all of this out and that's why they didn't renew her contract to do America's Got Talent for the next season Terry Crews now comes you know this is what let me say something yeah let me say something because I I must speak my truth and nobody will will hold my mouth nobody will hold my mouth yeah I feel like there's a certain muscle mass that you get to, yeah, where oxygen stops going to your brain. There must be, because I don't understand how somebody like him at his big, big age can now come with all these genge muscles, genge, 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 and then go on TV and basically throw Gabrielle Union under the bus. He said, I can't speak to the sexism that she speaks of because I'm not a woman. But with racism, oh no, I didn't see any of that. I didn't see any of that. In fact, in my 20 years of entertainment, this is the best, most diverse place I've ever worked with the people that they put on stage. Of course, they'll put a range of diversity on stage because they're there to laugh at you lot. Like that's what that's what the, the, they're there to do. Where was the diversity behind the scenes? Where was the diversity in terms of the um, senior people in production? Where? And we see it in this country too. People want to boast about, oh, this film has black actors or has um, some black film crew, but the people who are top, top, top are not black, are not you know, they're all white, you know, they're all white, all the snowy peaks, just white. So these are the things that just, you know, that need to be addressed. And Gabrielle was addressing it. And then you came, you fucking enemy of progress. You now came and you said, oh, well, I, you know, sexism can't speak to that because I'm, I'm not a woman, but racism, mm -mm, mm -mm, never heard of it. Don't know that emotion. And why it's wild is because, and this is why I'm tired as a black woman. Yeah. Because time and time again, black women will come out riding, riding for black men. When things like this happen, always riding, always speaking up backing them now when it the moment it's black women oh no sorry mm -mm, maybe you are angry maybe you are aggressive maybe you deserve what happened to you there's always suddenly everyone can be a cynic when it's black women but black women regardless will always come out and ride no not anymore 2020 i'm not i'm not rooting for everybody black i'm really sorry i'm not rooting for everybody in fact i'm not rooting for anybody how about that i'm rooting for myself and then rooting for people who have shown themselves to deserve it i'm not coming to come and root 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 i'm not a tree okay i'm not rooting thanks so much um but no the tyler uh, tyler perry sorry <laughs> that's another one who moves mad as well no the terry cruz news that rhymed really really upset me because when he was assaulted by that agent we were all uh, like speaking up in support of him we all felt so bad for him like you know me i i, I did an episode talking about it like nah that's fucked that um, people are making jokes and thinking that it's funny and they don't seem to understand why he wouldn't have, you know, beaten up this guy or whatever for, for grabbing his um, dick at, um, at a party. Um, so for every, for, for so many women, black women to have been sticking up for him when he was going through his stuff, right? Um, with a white man, you know, he was going through his stuff and we were all speaking up for him. And when black men were running jokes and whatever we were sticking up for him and all of them things there only for it to now come to Gabrielle Union for him to show her support and he's like mm -mm, nope nope I didn't see a damn thing yeah okay 
What really gets me though is the black men that want to jump up and down now on the internet talking about, well, we always, we always knew what he was like. We always knew what he was like. It's you lot that got fooled. It's you lot got, that got taken for pricks. We always knew. Just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, you idiots. Shut up, you ashy, ashy individuals. You don't know how to wash your bums. You don't know how to do anything. Please shut the fuck up. Because what you were doing then was just you questioning his masculinity because he didn't go and, like, knock the guy's head off. Yes, okay, you could say that the same reason that he didn't knock the guy's head off, white supremacy, is the same reason that he's now out here going, oh, yeah, well, I haven't experienced any racism or whatever. Um, since working where I'm working, you could say it's the same reason. And I just feel like it's different. It's different in circumstance because this was you being asked to use violence to prove a point. Nobody was asking you to use violence to prove a point here. And you know what you could have done? You could have just shut the fuck up. If you knew that you weren't going to be able to say anything that would be in support of Gabrielle Union, you should just shut your mouth. That it's simple. You should have just shut your mouth. And then he's on there talking about, oh, my wife said to me, but has Gabrielle said anything about this situation? Has she made a statement? So then you don't need to go and make a statement. What your light, bright, almost white um, wife, your, your light skinned wife is telling you that it's okay for you to not speak out in support of a darker skinned black woman. Hmm. No, I've never heard of that before. Um, a light skinned woman not seeing a darker skinned black woman's plight and never heard that story before. Completely new obviously not being facetious it's <laughs> i'm just hearing love in the background um it to me it's just absolutely mad it's mad and i'm really really disappointed in terry cruz and the way i roll it was just a quick soft block soft block i'm not following anymore i don't want you following me anymore because you're moving mad and i don't want any parts of it i don't want a quarter i don't want a half i don't want any parts in that fuckery so um let's go to another letter i've got another letter that i liked the look of um this week uh, this one I'll say is from, uh, let's call them Erica. So Erica says, asking for advice from the Queen Kelechi, like that title. Dear Kelechi, I want to keep this letter short and sweet. To begin this letter, I'd like to say that I love and admire the structure of your podcast and how incredibly consistent you've been throughout the years. I've been listening to you for over a year and getting to be my baby girl um, slash gender non-conforming self ever since. I can truly say that through your words, I'm inspired to do my best, show the people who need it with their whole clout. Um, wait, uh, do my, I've just, I think I've jumped. Um, show the people who need it their whole clout. Yeah. More importantly, I've begun to look out for myself in ways I never have before. I go and I fight for what I deserve. I'm exercising, started pole dancing, whoy, and uh, with the almost only other black woman in the northeast Scotland. You also inspired me to begin therapy, which I can access due to my financial privilege and my father being supportive. Part of my journey also involved coming out as bisexual, non-straight, pansexual to my black Kenyan mother who is everything to me six months ago her reaction devastated me she has been depressed ever since and even admits to her own homophobia despite this she struggles to see the option of seeking counseling or therapy for herself instead saying that as long as she doesn't see anyone and can just be home and pray she'll be all right i hope uh, i come to you today not to share magnificence although if it were 
Baby girl, that would be you. Thank you. I'm not here to contribute to sew you mad or to fling straws. Not that there um, that there are none to fling. I'm writing because I actually would like your advice um, or support, perhaps. I'm lost and I can't seem to reach my mum. I remember you mentioning in various episodes that you overcame your own homophobia successfully over the years. And I would like to and I would love to hear your process of deconstructing it and still keeping faith in your God. You are one of my heroes. Uh, thank you for creating a platform that I feel welcome into, that I fit in, and that makes me want to be a better version of myself. Two slaps on your chest and everyone who listens to this podcast's chest. Love to you and success and blessings, Erica. Thank you, Erica. Okay, right. First thing I want to address is that I don't know if anyone actually ever overcomes homophobia. I think that um, if you've spent so long being conditioned to think a particular way um about people and their lives and who they are um it takes rigorous rigorous work to always call yourself out when you see yourself um moving mad so I wouldn't call it a destination I I wouldn't call it a destination I'm more calling it a journey I just know I'm so more um I'm so much more aware of fuckery now that um you know the LGBTQ uh, plus community have to go through and I just want no uh part in it I don't want to be actively contributing to the oppression so I just do as much work as I can to highlight issues and um, to just be supportive while shutting my fucking mouth uh, when it's time for anyone in that community to speak for themselves. Um, I don't, you know, I can't say that it's a specific thing. I just think it was understanding that some of the greatest people in my life um, in that I know in the literary world that I just just generally the the greatest people that I'm aware of are a part of this community so who the fuck am I to not g- gain or garner a better understanding of everything that's happening and it doesn't mean that people someone somebody has to be great in order to deserve the, their humanity but it just for me it was that kind of thing of like raw like your life is made full so full by and magical by so many um, people who are part of this community and you need to do better at supporting these wonderful people that you have in your life and this was years ago like that I had this kind of uh thinking years and years and years ago um so yeah it, it it's a difficult one because it's your mum and I know what mums are like when it comes to this stuff and I regularly have to call my mum out on like random casual homophobic things that she might say um just because you know they just kind of think oh well it's not our way it's not our way and I'm just like what way do you mean what way what way are you fucking talking about you know the human way what way are you talking about you know and it's funny because the same people that um brought colonization also brought this homophobia in certain regards to the African continent. And they're the same ones that hypocritically now turn around and go, Oh, we shouldn't send aid to this country. We shouldn't send support to this country because of their very homophobic laws. What the laws that you taught them. Yeah. The laws that you told them to put in place when you were occupying their countries. Yeah. Dickheads. Um, so I feel like that 
plays a part in it as well. People talking about, when people talk about things that are natural, natural, what is natural? What exactly are you trying to say? Mm? What exactly are you trying to say? And I think that with your mum, you told her six months ago. I think that there's a grieving period that parents need. Um, it can be quite long. It can be quite arduous. There's a grieving period that certain parents need um, to mourn the kind of life that they wanted for you that you're probably not going to have in terms of the family makeup that they were expecting for you to have. But that's them for them to mourn. And it's their responsibility to take ownership of that and not to to, um, to take anything away from your life and your lived experiences. So um, I just think with in terms of your mum, if she wants to pray, if she wants to spend um, her time praying and doing all of that stuff, instead of going and um, having therapy sessions and really talking through all the emotions and feelings that she's got and the thoughts that she's got and the bias that she has. If she wants to pray first and foremost to do that, she can do that. But she also needs to remember that at some point she's going to need to talk to somebody. So she's going to need to talk to somebody to get it all out because otherwise she's just going to keep throwing things in your direction and it's not yours to, it's not yours to hold. You know, you came into this life um, of her, but you are not her. You came here to do you. So she's just going to have to get with the program. And I think that sometimes when parents realise that they run the risk of losing their child, that they say that they love so much, they usually have to buck up their ideas and figure out how they're going to navigate all of this stuff. But it's not for you to now come and make your child miserable because of the things and, and, and bigotry that you can't get past. So what I would advise for you is like, this is not your burden to carry, you know, you are here to live your life and to learn your truths or to remember your truths and to love as passionately as you want to love yourself and other people in this life. If your mum is having um, a difficult time getting with the program, then, you know, that that's on her. So let her have her um, longer to pray and do what she needs to do. But if she then starts like moving mad with all due respect, she starts moving mad, then therapy might need to be brought up again. And maybe you might need to go to a mother daughter or um, mother child rather um, type of therapy. You might need to do that book therapy sessions for you and her together. So you can talk through um, this new dynamic with her um when somebody else is present that they can help navigate the conversation in a way that isn't likely to be detrimental to the both of you when you're left to your own devices to sort um so that's you know pretty much what i would advise but you are blessed and you are beautiful continue to live as truthfully and honestly as you choose to in this life people who don't like it well that's their own wahala that is not your own wahala yeah they'll come around in the end and if they don't well you know as sad as it is there's boundaries for a reason but I think that your mum must love you enough to be like you know what I'm just going to pray and work through it ultimately this whole depression thing that also you've mentioned I'm talking about a grieving process but she can't come and make um your life about her so if now it's going to be like I'm going to be in a strop and I'm just going to be sad forever because my my child wants to um, you know do this and do that then that's selfish and that's manipulative. So that's another thing to consider, which is why I'm saying that it's best for you to have um, 
go into a therapy environment with a professional and talk these things through. So at least then she can get her thoughts out and um, you can talk about it in a manner that's conducive to a healthy um, mother-child dynamic. So um, I hope hope that helps. I hope that helps. Cool. I don't know why I'm whacking everything. Anyway. Now to move on into um, straw of the week, a.k.a. suck your mum. My straw of the week goes out to the Grenfell inquiry. To me, it's absolutely mad that we're still waiting for permanent housing for the survivors um, of the fire. Like, so many other shit has happened. Like, the government's been able to do so much other unnecessary bullshit. But for some reason, it's, like, the hardest fucking thing in the world to get proper housing, permanent housing for um, the survivors of this stupid, stupid, negligent um, fuckery um, by the government. So um, the reason I bring it up is because Diane Abbott, uh, she tweeted about... Um, bringing it up in Parliament that um, a member of the inquiry needs to resign because basically conflict of interest and then man there. So it says here in um, the piece I'm reading, it says um, a newly appointed member of the Grenfell Tower inquiry panel has resigned after she was linked to a charitable arm of the firm that supplied the tower block's deadly cladding. Benita Mera uh, attended her resignation to Boris Johnson after fury and mounting pressure over what was said to be a conflict of interest. She stepped down just two days before the resumption of the inquiry into the 2017 fire that killed 72 people, saying she recognised and respected the depth of feeling among uh, some about her appointment. Survivors of the disaster and bereaved families had threatened to boycott phase two of the inquiry on Monday. Lawyers for more than 60 participants had also urged her to quit. Earlier this month, it was revealed that the engineer who had been due to join the panel for the second phase of the inquiry was a former president of the Women's Engineering Society, WES. The society last year received funding from the Arconic Foundation for an Apprentice Conference. Arconic supplied the cladding on the outside of the West London Tower Block, which went up in flames on 14th of June 2017. A report following the first phase of the inquiry concluded in October that the cladding did not comply with building regulations and was the principal reason for the fire's rapid and profoundly shocking spread. Uh, Grenfell United, a group for the bereaved survivors in the community, said Ms. Mira had done the right thing in resigning, saying it helped lift growing anxiety before the next inquiry phase. The group said questions remained over how the situation was ever allowed to happen and that a new panellist must urgently be found. A spokesperson said we do not need the pretense of diversity for the sake of diversity. However, the Cabinet Office said it is still believed there was no conflict of interest and she should have uh, remained on the panel. Of course, the cabinet would have said that because the cabinet is full of pussyclats, a a cabinet full of pussyclats, a pussyclat cabinet, a pussy cabinet is what they are. Yeah. Fucking idiot. How can you not see the conflict of interest? She's president of a society that was given funding by the same company that made the cladding of the building that went up in flames that she's now part of the inquiry of it's very very clear to me why she should not be part of that panel like what are you not understanding and I feel like these are the basic these are the basic uh, ones that we can see here I feel like this inquiry is um 
doomed because there are other people who are involved in this that don't want the real truth to come out. For the fact that we're still out here peddling 72 people died, it just says all that you need to know about all of this because I don't believe that 72 people died. I know that I I know in my waters that it was more people that died in that fire. Nobody wants real truth to be told because that would mean like major lawsuits and people would be getting really, really dealt with. So to avoid that, let's just try and confuse the process and put fuckery in there and people with vested interest in the inquiry not going the way that it should just so everyone can keep their things, you know. And even the fact that she accepted in the first instance and was actually going to go and be part of the inquiry, she's mad. She's mad herself. Everybody's mad. And so to all of the people who are trying to fuck up this inquiry because they don't want the real truth to be told, you can all go suck your mothers um, because you're pricks and those people that died in that fire will not have died in vain the truth will come out and um, you need to understand that the truth will set you free you fucking snakes yeah that's all I wanted to say about that so that's it for this week I have been your baby girl Kalechi and this has been SYM officially known as say your mind unofficially known as what what that's right suck your mum um if you haven't read my piece that I wrote for essence magazine then please uh, I'll add a link so you can go and read that um I really like that piece that I wrote and I'm just surprised about the difference in pay, you know, for writing for American publications as for, um, in comparison to writing for these, um, UK publications. Cause I just feel like the ratings aren't there. The, the ratings, the, the, the respect isn't, isn't there. So it's mad. So maybe I'll write for more us publications and I really want to go essence festival. So any of you listeners who can make that happen, um, make it happen. You've been doing wonderful things. So why not put it out there? Shoot your shot 2020. That's all I'm doing out here, babes. Um, and on a closing note, because some of you would have signed off by now, so I can actually just slip this one in there. There are people who are fucking mad in the industry. Yeah. That you'll have meetings with them and they'll be talking to you like you're an idiot. And they'll be talking to you as if you've come out with your hands out, begging them for anything. You lot need to understand. I'm not begging for a motherfucking thing i've built so much more than you will ever achieve in your fucking lives yeah and um i will continue to do so and there are and there's no one begging you out here no 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 one desperate to collaborate with you and do whatever um behave yourselves behave yourselves when you're in the presence of a rascal queen okay so just wanted to put that one out there <laughs> if you've got a letter write uh, in to um sy or send it in rather to sym at kalechiokafor.com follow me on at say your mind pod or at kalechnikoff and that's it i look forward to chatting with you man next week peace it's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this so Sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea We are go sippy, yo Hard time scrolling for your long truths You might learn something you never know Collect you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind